people have a hard time with processes. They think being taught a process is being taught a right way to do business. They think anything outside of the supposed right way is the wrong way. Of course, that leads to thoughts of you being wrong if you aren't doing it correctly, perfectly, exactly as told. So we rail against them, fight with everything we have, find the wrong parts, the evidence, prove the wrongness of the process so that we can stop feeling wrong ourselves. We don't create the results we want, but not because the process didn't work, every process works, but because we waged war against it and we spent too much time waging that war than getting to work, to finding all the parts of the process that works for us, to understanding what the process is there for, why it works, why it's important, why we choose to use it, how it could create better results for ourselves. You are now embarking on a journey to learn the 200K process, advanced selling, business planning and execution, and thought leadership. Three processes with proven results hundreds of times over. It's not the right way. It's just the way you have chosen. And the 200K process is less of a process made up and more of a process observed. It's just how the world works. It's the model. You can examine every part of this process with this lens. You can find how it's pointing you away from circumstances and into thinking. Thinking that creates expansive, confident, resourceful feelings that drive actions of consistency. Not for you, for your clients. In service of them. So they can build trust so they can feel safe to buy. The 200K process guides you away from scarcity, hustle, and low value cycles of behavior. It guides you not to create the habit of changing your circumstances to change your results. If you succeed in changing circumstances to create what you want, it will simply exhaust you. As will focusing on all actions before even considering your thoughts. And you can't scale that way. There is only so much time and so much of you. The 200K process prepares your mind to think like a millionaire. So you can endlessly trade your time and yourself for each new income goal, or you can learn a process that requires you to grow the skill of higher thinking, of solving problems first with your mind, before spending your time or your money. Here in the 200K Mastermind, we focus on the simplest ideas and concepts to make the most money the most duplicatable way. That's it. That's the heart of what you will ask yourself to do in this room. It's not complicated or overly restrictive. It doesn't stifle your creativity or quell your unique self-expression. And it's certainly not rocket science. We sell simple offers that are easy for our clients to understand their value. They know what they're getting. They are confident in what they're buying. We sell to our best clients, the clients who deeply want to work with us, who show up for themselves and are ready to change their lives. They want to pay us and we work as our mission 
to deliver results to those clients 100% of the time. We take responsibility for walking them to their results. We acknowledge that this is why they paid us. And because of this, we have clients lining up to work with us. And we have time and energy to do this because we aren't spending our time spinning out in low value cycles, changing our offers and our ideal clients and our pricing. We aren't focusing on the people who don't want to work with us. We don't acknowledge the haters and we certainly don't hate on ourselves. Our creativity and our self-expression are fully alive. We are constantly using our greatest potential. We just aren't diluting it with too many ideas to manage. We aren't hustling out our ideas. We are constraining to only the best ideas for maximum impact. It takes emotional maturity to do this, to be in charge of your creative powers, to not let them be in charge of you, to allow the negative emotions that come up from fear and scarcity, to allow the urge to hustle without reacting to it. We understand it's just human nature. Our brains want us to hustle for money, significance, achievement, and the approval of others. But we feel our emotions. We allow even the most difficult vibrations that radiate through our body because we are the 200K mastermind. We have signed up for this. We understand the process is here to serve us. We are willing to stay the course despite difficulty. And more importantly, we are life coaches. Emotions are what we do. We are here for the process of creating demand and making money with our minds and our emotions. We are here for processing our thoughts and our emotions that indulge us in resistance and confusion. We are here to create the path of least resistance to what we want, not to wage war against it. So catch yourself. Anytime your brain wants to rail, remind yourself, it's railing against anti-hustle. It's been wired to believe hustle creates safety. It might even be wired to feel more comfortable in scarcity. You are here to teach it the opposite forever. It's day three, y'all. Let's go. Hello. Day three. I'm bringing it. It's awards day. How are you all? Good? All right, let me grab my phone so I can be on time. Okay, so we have to do some shopkeep stuff, a couple announcements. Number one, you guys all know that we're gonna push back the day by at least 30 minutes, and then you guys will go from here to dinner um, after we do awards, but I wanted more time to teach and coach. Um, and then we may extend that up to 30 minutes more because I have a lot of stuff I want to teach you all that I'm really excited about. And I went through to see if I could cut anything off and I didn't want to. So I want to make sure you get all of it. Um, but my pump slash nursing schedule has not like just changed randomly as we arrived here. So I've been trying to like make this work and that work. Um, so I want to make sure that I'm able to get everything to you. So we really appreciate, especially those of you that are virtual, we appreciate your patience with this new phase that I'm in. Um, and the second announcement I have is the 
So I'm gonna, we're gonna finish up creating demand today. And I wanna make sure I have plenty of time to coach you all too. So I wanna get the teaching and the coaching in. After that, we'll do a 15 minute break. I heard some of you want to go up and change. You would have to do that extraordinarily fast, but if you want to, that's fine. So you have a 15 minute break there. And then when I finish launching and our coaching segment on that, then you'll have another 15 minute break between that and awards. So if you wanna do whatever you need to do, feel free. They're also gonna bring snacks in the back at some point today in case you guys get hungry, but I told them that you're used to being in your breakout sessions till 6.30, so it should be fine. Um, the third announcement I have, also my mic still feels like really loud to me. Can we turn it down just a little bit? Um, and then the third announcement I have is someone asked me, I ran into them at dinner one night and they asked me about pre-enrollment and how you all need to know if you should do pre-enrollment. We didn't send you the whole sales cycle. We sent you two emails. We wanted you to be able to be here and only be in the, the following the launch if you want to, to see how I sell and to get an example. But she asked, is there an advantage if we're already in the room? And I told her no, and then I thought about it. I was like, oh, actually, that's not true. Um, for this pre-enrollment, if you do sign up by, the, by Friday, you have the option to use the payment plan, so if you want that. Um, and then also you have first dibs on booking your rooms for the Cabo event. There's only so many double rooms if you're wanting to share, um, or if you want your first pick of the single rooms, that's another reason. And then we also added three, or th sorry, six um, early access calls that we're doing roughly once every four weeks leading up to the next event. So if you wanna get extra calls and you want that access as well, that would be a reason. Otherwise you 100% can sign up in the open enrollment, but you asked, I thought about it, and I was like, I did not give you proper information, and if you have that question, maybe everybody else does too. Um, so, those are my three announcements. Are you guys ready to dive in? All right, let's go. Do I have water up here? Can I get some of that? All right, okay. So, from yesterday, your homework was to think about your models when you are in when you are, are not believing in your demand and how that, like what the actions are that show up to create a low excitement experience for your clients, right? So it's your model, but your model impacts theirs, right? You influence theirs. So you're supposed to run through that model and then the model when you are believing that you are in demand. If you haven't, that's okay, but I'm sure there's enough people who have that we can have them go, but I would like to just kind of walk through one of those. So who feels like they had a deep transformation from that or a deep realization like they were like, wow, like this I want to share? Yes, right here. Okay, so the realization I had was that the cost of their low excitement is their results. And that's on me. Like yeah. if I'm not creating results, or sorry, if I'm not creating high excitement for them, they might not get the result. Oh, so good. So really, let's say this is like, if you aren't believing that they demand your work, they yes. don't get results. And it feels like this kind of self-deprecating thing to think, well, they don't really want me. Yeah. Which I indulge in, but yeah. I don't want to indulge in that at the cost of them getting a transformation. So it actually feels like a service 
to create more excitement. Yeah, so let's run that model. They don't really want me. What's your offer? Double your business in six months. Okay. And then this could be like a launcher in or what you're selling, whatever it is, if it's one-on-one. -on -one. Okay. When you really believe, when you're thinking about marketing to them and you really are thinking they don't want me and it feel, is it self-deprecating? Is that the emotion? Like what's the emotion that that statement creates um, for you? Well, I just put, I was in their model, so I put low excitement, but do you mean for mine? Personally? For yours, yeah. Probably discouraged. Okay. Okay, so now I want you to really think about how you show up to all your clients, all your people, and to your selling, to your offer, when you're feeling discouraged, thinking they don't want you. I don't send very many emails. I was talking to a colleague here today about how I only send out emails leading up to webinars to people who have registered, not to my whole list. Okay, so did everybody hear that? This is what I want you guys finding for your A-lines. Very specific things like that. So say it again. So what I've been doing is I give my whole list one chance to register for my webinar, and then I only send lead up emails to my webinar to the people who register, not to my whole list. So I've been missing this huge opportunity. Yeah, which is so interesting. So I do, I, I realized at one point I was doing the opposite. I would only send it to people who hadn't registered and forget all about the people who had registered. Um, you wanna send to both. And it's actually super simple. What I like to do is I don't, I don't ever send them, just so you guys know, I never send them emails where it's like, make sure you show up. You know, here's why it's important to be there. Here, like none of that. I don't think that they don't wanna show up. I think that they do want to show up, right? So what they wanna know between when they show up and now is they just wanna keep getting more excited about what they're gonna learn, right? So what they're gonna get excited to learn is the same things I'm gonna be advertising to the people who haven't signed up yet. So all we do is take the same content and we change the language of who we're speaking to from if you, you, know, you wanna sign up for this webinar to we're almost there, right? In just a couple days, you're gonna be learning this, this, and this. That's all you have to do. It's like such a small tweak. It saves so much time, but sending, the, sending it to both people is so impactful. Okay, so what else do you do? So after the webinar, I, Again, I don't make my doors open offer to my whole list. I only make it to the people who registered for the webinar. Yeah. That's and I so don't good. send very many emails either because I'm thinking they don't want it, I guess. Yeah. What's very many emails? Maybe three. Stop it. Yeah. And I feel like that's a lot. <laughs> what is happening? I know. <laughs> it's not going to happen anymore. My list better get ready. They better buckle up. Oh my goodness. I love it. I love our braids. All right. Three sales emails. It's the best. You guys realize I sent 17 sales emails for a five-day pre-enrollment. I'm going to work up to that. 
it is a it is a workup, I will tell you. And I do like this is the other thing that I do that's kind of a trick is like the ones I think that are the most valuable from each one, I like take a couple of those each time with me into the next one. And sometimes there's like maybe there's um, I don't know, 10 that I'm like obsessed with. I might use five for the pre-enrollment, five for the open enrollment, and then I write new emails that I'm really excited about and I mix those in. Right. So I'm not writing necessarily 17. Or like for open enrollment, I think we do 26. Wow. And that's only over like three days. Something crazy, right? If you don't wanna hear from me, if you are in a 200K enrollment, you will be unsubscribing. Right. If you're not interested, right? Which is totally fine. But the people who are interested, I think it was Sarah Fisk, like you, you coach someone in self-coaching scholars and then read one of my sales emails that was like the last sales email and then signed up, right? Does someone, can someone get her a mic? You have to tell a story because it's so important. We're gonna be talking about launching. It's the email on page, what did I say in my group? I found it, I identified it. Somebody said, you should subscribe to Stacy's list because she's sending good emails. I subscribed a day later, I got your second to last email in the sequence, it was just as three subtle shifts. Mm -hmm. It's like, what? 25, 125K later. That's how much one email, 125K. That's so, that just gave me chills. What? So good, right? I probably sent like 20 sales emails that, that, so that's why you want, and I've had people tell me in 2K sales launches before too, that they weren't gonna sign up, like they just kept get, finding an excuse, like I gotta go get my card, or after I run to Target, or after I do this, and they never would, and then finally they were like, you just sent me so many emails, I had to sign up. I was like, yes, that's the goal. That is the goal, people. All right, anything else? I think this all kind of applies on social media too, right? Like yeah. I don't, talk about it as much and I don't give them as much of a chance afterwards even because I just shy away from talking about it anymore. What do you mean by that? You don't give them as much chance afterwards? Well, I kind of have this feeling after I do a webinar and I've done about 20 of them where it's like this huge like oh, it's done and then mm. I almost stop. And I know that there's a follow-up process but I put so much pressure on that one hour and how many people sign up in that one hour, and I make it mean all kinds of things about whether or not the webinar worked, and if enough people sign up that I decide it worked, then I might keep selling for a couple days, but if I don't get those kind of instant results, then I have like a big emotional breakdown and stop selling for the rest of the week. There's mm -hmm. a that. Yeah. So for your model, what happens? What's your result of all of this? I just don't get, I don't think I get all the people that would have been yeses. Yeah, you miss sales, right? Yeah. yeah. A lot of sales. I'm gonna write a lot of sales, right? Because look how many opportunities you missed, right? Yeah. So every one of those things that you're doing in your action line, when you're not believing that people demand what you're offering from you, right? Every one of these things is a missed opportunity. So when you guys are doing evaluations, don't say, I don't know why people didn't buy. I don't know why people, I didn't make money. Here's your reasons, right? You have a whole list. That isn't, and don't let your brain say it's daunting. It's amazing, because now you know exactly what to do for the next one, and the one after, and the one after. And it may take you a while to clean all of these things up. They don't happen overnight, but that's why you keep launching, right? Now, I want you to think about, now that we've talked about all of this list, Imagine your people, 
who are following you and reading your stuff and they're trying to get results with your free stuff and they're thinking about buying, how does all of this affect them? Well, and that was the realization I had was like, they could be sitting there and I'm very motivated by the thought that there are women sitting there who think I can't get out of this cycle of feeling too busy and overwhelmed and like I'm stuck and they are sitting there waiting for me. Now I'm thinking, well, not only are they waiting for me, not just to say one thing, but to like remind them multiple times and to give them all the information they need and to tell them the stories of transformation so that they can get the results that they want. Like this is costing them their results. Right. And I want you guys to think about like, you're doing this, right? Which is like, I want you to just think of it as like choppy selling, right? Selling a little bit here, a little bit there, taking some time off a little bit here, a little bit there, right? They're going through their process, right? Now I want you to imagine that they're not following your entire process, right? They're like living their lives too. So if you send three emails, they might read maybe one of them. Most of them won't even know you sold anything. Yeah. A lot of my current clients don't even realize when I do a webinar. Yes, that's what I mean. Are you sending 17 emails to get to a webinar, right? Like you really do have to send a lot of emails, right? And it doesn't have to be 17, right? You're gonna work your way up. But I really want you guys to like really consider if you're not sending, like I would send three emails a day. Mm. For, for whenever you decide to, and I usually promote a week ahead of time. Or at least five days ahead of time. But usually if it's a Wednesday, I'll start the, pr the previous Wednesday. And maybe I won't do three emails every single day, but I might do one email or two emails the first couple days, but then those like three or four days before the webinar, they're getting at least three. They're probably getting four the day before. You guys can see in million dollar copy, two million dollar copy, you can see how many emails I send. And the beautiful thing, especially if you see the million dollar copy book, you see how thick it is. I had to write a lot more emails to make a million dollars than I did two million dollars. If you compare the books, literally, I used so much less words and made so many, so much more money. But the reason is because I, I was willing to write all of those words before, right? That volume, that, uh, that volume of emails, the volume of words is what made me get better and created where I am now, right? If I did a, a $10 million copy, it would probably be even smaller than the $2 million copy, right? You wouldn't send a ton of them, but you won't, it will be very painful to write that many emails if you're thinking they don't really want me. Yeah, it's not very motivating. Right. Well, and it just, I mean, like, what do you say to people that don't want you, right? Think about that energy. <sighs> Let me beg, plead, convince, please love me. Right? This is so important for you guys to see. Like, think about the excitement that this does not generate, right? That misses for them. And it's like, it, doesn't, it just doesn't make it fun. It doesn't make it exciting. I really want you guys to think about that. Like, think about how your person is impacted by your thoughts that hold you back. Okay, so who has one they want to share for when you're believing that people demand your work from you back in the back what's your offer is this the high excitement for the client yes what we're talking about okay yes offer. but remember it's your model right yes. we're not anticipating their model we're just saying right what's the model for me that has the highest chance of creating high excitement for my client yes 
Um, my offer is one-on-one -on -one coaching for six months. Okay. Just general life coaching. Love it. Okay. Um, so I have a C as my offer. The thought is that this is essential for every single aspect of their lives. Okay. Wait, but what's the offer? What's the thought that you have about you being in demand and your and Me your work being in, being in demand. demand? Yeah. From you. Like this work is like this is essential for them, right? But like what that thought could be like, well, they would buy from someone else. Do you see what I'm saying? Like what's the oh, thought that ties yeah. it into okay. like it's do you see what I'm saying? So, I mean, I could just simply change it to like my specific offer. It's just a thought about my offer. Yeah. Is essential for them. Okay. That's a I like that distinction. Okay. Yeah, because I didn't think of that when I did it. Okay. So it could even be I am essential for them. Yes. Yes. That's even better. Yeah. Um, like just think about it for like if you if you if you want to believe in this idea of we're responsible for their results, right? That we take responsibility for that hundred percent uh, results, okay. right? Then we're like I am essential because they need my thoughts that will get them to their results. They need my brain looking at their thoughts. So good. They need my process. They need my concepts and my teaching, right? What I offer, like all of the package that comes with me is essential for them to have the life they want. Yes. Love it. Okay. How and does I, that feel when you, when my you believe that? My feeling just dialed up to like even past a level 10, like the dial just broke because I did feel conviction. Yeah. And that's just gone through the roof when I change that thought and I tweak it. Love it. So we'll just underline mm -hmm. with explanation points. <laughs> All right, and then what happens? Um, so I am specifically mentioning in all of my copy and content what a difference this makes in all these different areas for them, like how it applies to so many things that they haven't even been aware of. Love it. What else? I myself am always feeling excited about it. Like they can't shut me up. Love it. What else? Um, I always have something else to tell them. I'm not like looking for things. Um, I also don't have any reason to wait. So I'm not like holding myself back, I guess, from posting. Or like only sending a certain number of emails like it's a disservice to them if I'm waiting to tell them or send them something okay what else um, I also am telling them that they can start before they feel ready like it's so necessary it's so important it's going to have such an impact that like now is the time Okay, do you guys hear that? This is so good. It seems so obvious, but you're telling them to start. Yes. Yeah. All right, we got to tell them what to think. You need to start now. Yes. And that can even be before I have like an actual opening for them. Like yeah. keep watching and reading and listening and engaging. But no, I would take it a step further. Even if you don't have an opening for them, tell them they need to pay yeah. you now. Oh, yes. Otherwise, that opening is going to go to someone else. Right. Getting right? resourceful, like making it happen, planning for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. What else? Um, that's, 
I'm sure I could think of some more things. Okay, that fills, that's, on, that's your list? Yep. Okay, perfect. Yep. So let's just say you do all of these things. Now remember, we're thinking about us doing these things while our clients, our audience, is engaging with our work, right? What impact do we think this change has on them? Uh, they don't want to go a day longer without it. Right. Right, so you, you get the signups, right? You make the money. Yes. You make what's essential for you in your business, right? Mm -hmm. You do what's essential for you in this life. You do your work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want you guys to just keep thinking about this. Like, how does everything you do impact the people who are experiencing your work? How does your vibration, emotion that's happening in your body, how does that impact the words you write, their experience of you, the content you create? I think about when you're like feeling, you go back to like a model like this, when you're feeling discouraged and you have to come up with a concept to teach someone versus when you're feeling convicted. Okay. So I want you guys to spend, be like constantly working those models and constantly growing your awareness around that. So we also talked about how high demand selling comes from high value work. And high value work comes from high value cycles. I'm not gonna spend a ton of time on this because this is in the member portal from the last event. So we like really dive into that. If you have not gone through that, just make sure you do, like you have an implementation week. So during implementation week, I would go back through this if you haven't already, but I'm gonna do a recap of it because I think it's relevant to consider right now. Which is a high value cycle happens, again, when you've decided your offer and you commit to selling only that offer, then you go out and sell that offer. And number three is you sell that offer from a high excitement model and not you. You don't have to be high excited. I talk about this a lot. Like when you get yourself overly excited, then you stop, you lose access to your critical thinking and your content actually goes down, not up. So you're trying to create feelings of conviction, right? Or feelings of being compelled or um, whatever emotion that is going to drive you to really do your highest level work. But that will create high excitement for your client, okay? But that model that we just went through, that's what you have to be doing when you're out there selling your offer. What you guys do is you, you'll go out and you'll do a launch and you'll be like, I sold four people and my goal was 10 and you'll want to change your offer without even looking at maybe you had the model where you were feeling discouraged and you did those actions. And maybe you didn't even realize you were feeling discouraged. Sometimes it's really helpful to just look at the actions that you do, like what happens in your launching or in your selling, when you're, even if you're selling one-on-one, -on -one, whatever it is, like look at what you do. If you had been able to catch those behaviors and be like, wait a minute, okay, what emotion is creating that? And what belief is creating that, right? When you're doing that, but you think it's your offer, that's the problem, right? You don't even look at that stuff. So if I've always like, hounding the simple offer. It's for this reason. Until you commit to your offer, you can't address those models. You can't address the models and the behavior that you are selling in that is impacting your client's decision to buy from you. And that's the only thing that's going to move the needle 
and creating more sales and more clients. So then when you're selling that offer, now there are times where you're gonna be in a, a high value model, you're gonna be creating high excitement for your clients and you still don't hit your results and we're gonna talk about that later today. But that's when you evaluate. That doesn't mean I abandon the model. I just stop believing in my demand because remember we talked about this yesterday, like, well, how do I believe in demand if it's not there yet, right? Not hitting your goal doesn't mean you abandon the belief. It means you double down. And then if you had that belief, if you truly had it, and there's no thought work to be done, then you just look at, okay, so something in my sales sequence was off. And we are gonna talk about measurable results as well today. I'm gonna teach you how to evaluate like crazy. So you're never gonna be left being like, what do I do if I'm not making the money I wanna make? We're gonna cover all of that. But just know it's so important to really understand what I'm talking about here with you have to be selling your offer from belief into your demand, creating high excitement for your clients, then evaluating all of that every single time, whether you hit your goal or not, you evaluate, right? Because you wanna take the things that worked really well and you wanna go with that. So, um, and then you're gonna learn from that evaluation and you're gonna apply that to making new offers. So how did I go from selling 30 spots every single time in 200K to almost 200 people in the room? I hit my goals almost every single time, right? But I just kept thinking, okay, so that this is working. Now, how do we make it work even more, right? And what are the things I did? I'm gonna talk about this later, but like, what are the things I wanna do better? What are the things that took more energy, right? You're always gonna be evaluating and then applying that to your offers. And the more often you do that, the more money you're gonna make, the more people are gonna to wanna to work with you.